0: Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. God's word for our consideration as we continue our Christmas celebration this morning is the gospel that we just heard, found in St. Luke's Gospel, chapter 2, where we heard, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you now dismiss your servant in peace, for my eyes have seen your salvation. This is the word of our Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, dear friends, I fly Not all that often, especially this year. But even in a normal year, I I typically fly maybe once, twice at the most. That's frequently enough so that I I know the routine. I know how to get through security and how to find my seat on the plane and stow my carry on and get my seatbelt on and pretend I'm listening to the flight attendant's instructions. But It's infrequently enough so that I still get just a little bit nervous just before a flight. In fact, especially when I hear seven words coming from the loudspeakers in the cabin. The captain says these words, and when I hear them, my pulse always quickens just a little bit. He says, flight crew, prepare for departure. When I hear those words, it it means that in just moments we're going to be taken off. We're going to be heading down that runway at an incredible speed. We're going to lift thousands of feet up into the air. So when I hear them say, flight crew prepare for departure, I always hope that they do prepare for departure. Not sure all of the things they have to do, but whatever they do, I hope they do it right. (laughs) Because failure to prepare for departure It could be disastrous. In our gospel on this first Sunday after Christmas, we hear about two people who were prepared for departure. They were not flight attendants, of course. This was about 1,900 years before the airplane was invented. They were prepared for a different kind of departure, not one that would take them thousands of feet in the air, but a departure that would take them from this world completely. In other words, they were ready to die. God doesn't normally announce like a captain on an airplane when we're going to depart. We don't know when that day is going to come. And so the reality is we need to prepare for departure at all times. So this morning, on this first Sunday after Christmas. Let's take a look at those two people who were prepared for departure that we're introduced to in the gospel this morning so that we ourselves can make sure that we're prepared for departure. Our gospel takes place exactly 40 days after Jesus was born. St. Luke tells us that Mary and Joseph took the child Jesus to the temple to do for him as the custom of the law required. Well, what that custom of the law Luke was talking about was a ceremonial law of the Old Testament that required Jewish parents to offer a special sacrifice 40 days after their firstborn son was, was born. They also would offer another sacrifice for the mother who had just given birth. So while Joseph and Mary were at the temple in Jerusalem, we're told they were introduced to a couple of people. The first one was a man by the name of Simeon. Now, flight crews seemed to only take a few minutes to get prepared for departure. Simeon had been taking an entire life to be prepared for departure. St. Luke calls him righteous and devout. He was somebody who knew God's word. He knew God's promises of a Savior to come and he believed that promise. And he was looking forward to that promise to be revealed. Somehow, God the Holy Spirit had directly revealed to Simeon that he would live to see that day, that he would not depart from this world until with his own eyes he had seen the fulfillment of all of those promises, of all of the longings and hopes of God's people that the Savior, the Messiah, would be born. The second person that Mary and Joseph and the baby Jesus we're introduced to, that we read about in our Gospel this morning, was a woman by the name of Anna. And Anna, very much like Simeon, was somebody who had spent a lifetime preparing for departure, a lifetime looking forward to the Savior to be born. St. Luke tells us that, that she had been married for seven years until her husband died, and then, depending on how you translate the Greek, either she was 84 or she'd been a widow for 84 years, which would have made her over 100 years old. Either way, Anna was somebody who had spent decades and decades of her life getting ready. St. Luke tells us that she did it in the temple, where she stayed day and night preparing by praising God, by praying to him. Well, finally, that day arrived. The day that both Simeon and Anna had been waiting for and praying for and hoping for the day that would mean they were ready to depart. Jesus came into the temple being carried by Mary and brought in there with Joseph. Simeon, by the Holy Spirit's power, and again, directly revealing to him, somehow recognized immediately, this is the one. That baby, of all the babies that were brought into the temple in Jerusalem, to do those special sacrifices required by the law. This was the one. He recognized instantly this is the Savior. And so he, he burst out into words that sound like a song. Oh Lord, as you have promised, now let your servant depart. Now dismiss your servant in peace. Those of you... Like me, old enough to have grown up with the King James translation, or also singing from the old 1941 Lutheran hymnal, probably remember very vividly the words, Lord, thou let, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace. Simeon was ready to depart. He had seen with his own eyes the Savior of the world, the peace that he came to bring. That's what made Simeon ready. That's what made Anna ready. That's what makes us prepared for departure as well. Really, there's only one thing that makes you not prepared to depart from this world. A little thing, a little three-letter word, you know what it is. Sin. Sin means we're not ready to depart. Sin makes you afraid to depart from this world. Sin makes us afraid to face our holy creator, By rights, we should not be ready to depart from this world. We should be terrified to come face to face with God, except for that baby that was brought into the temple 40 days after his birth. He came to get rid of those sins, all of them, yours, mine, and the world's. That baby born was not just, he did not just come to be laid in a manger. He came to be laid out on a cross. He wasn't just here to be born, but he came to die. He came to get rid of your sins and mine and make us ready to depart in peace. Preparing for departure for Simeon and Anna and for us consists of knowing those promises of God. Believing those promises of God and recognizing who that baby is. Recognizing him as the Savior of the world. But Simeon and Anna didn't just see the baby Jesus and recognize him. They did something more. We're told that Simeon took the baby in his arms He wasn't content with just saying, yep, that's the one. He had to hold them. Really, that's what faith in Jesus is. Now, we don't get to, like Simeon, we don't get to hold Jesus in our arms physically. But faith is holding him in our hearts. You know, faith is so much more than, than a mere intellectual exercise. It isn't just simply knowing the facts from the Bible and recognizing and claiming that Jesus is the fulfillment of them. Faith is, is grabbing hold of them, embracing him. Being prepared for departure means holding on to his promises, not ignoring them, not doubting them. Holding on to and being prepared for departure means holding on to Christ's righteousness and his mercy and grace, not our own goodness and our own works. Holding Christ in our hearts means celebrating his coming into this world, not just once a year at Christmas, but all of the time. Praise God that like Simeon and Anna, we, by the Holy Spirit's power, working through word and sacrament, have, have come to know, to recognize who Jesus is, and so much more than that, to hold them tightly in our hearts. When flight crews prepare for departure, they don't just get themselves ready. You know, it's not just a matter of they have to find a seat and buckle their belts. Really, what they're also doing is making sure everyone else is ready among other things that would mean making sure that all the passengers are seated they all have their lap belts on all the luggage is stowed carefully in the overhead compartments and the doors are closed that's really what simeon and anna did too yeah they were ready personally they were ready to depart but they had more work to do they were to get others ready for departure as well So St. Luke tells us what Anna did. Anna, after she saw and recognized Jesus, that baby brought into the temple as the Savior of the world, she told everybody, she told everybody, all those who were waiting for the consolation of Israel, as St. Luke puts it, all those who, like her, were, were looking for the Savior to be born, she would point them to that little baby. Now, I don't know how many more years or days that, Anna had left in this world before she departed, but we know that she would spend those days in the temple. Think of all the thousands of people who would come into the temple in Jerusalem regularly. How many of them do you think heard Anna's words talking about that Savior? God and and God only knows how many of them were now prepared to depart because she pointed them to Jesus we're prepared to depart. But we, like Simeon and Anna, we like flight attendants. God has a job for us to do. Until he calls us, until we do depart from this world, our job, our privilege, is to help others prepare as well. You know, everybody is going to depart from this world. That's not a question. The only question is, are they going to depart in peace? And the only way you can depart in peace, the only way you can be really prepared for that is to see, know, recognize, and believe that that baby who was born in Bethlehem came to take away our sins. Let's be like Simeon and Anna. Let's be like flight attendants and make it our highest priority as we prepare, as we await the day that God calls us home to heaven, to help others be prepared for that day as well. You know, there are some people who might think that um, having a sermon devoted to being prepared to depart, or to put it bluntly, getting ready to die, is kind of a downer. Maybe even a little bit inappropriate, especially as, you know, we're still celebrating Christmas. This is such a joyful time of the year. Why talk about that? I disagree. Actually, this is what Christmas is all about. This is why Christ was born. Bottom line, so we could be prepared to depart so that we can be at peace with God. Rejoice like Simeon and Anna. Celebrate like Simeon and Anna. That little baby who was born in Bethlehem is your Savior and mine. Know that you are prepared to depart. That's God's gift to you. That's his Christmas present to you that he has made you ready to depart at peace. And let's look forward to the day when that baby born in Bethlehem, our Savior, will embrace us and welcome us to the mansions he's prepared for us in heaven. Amen. And the peace of God that transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds. In Christ Jesus, amen.